Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we love system plays and the system hit again last night in the National Football League with the Titans covering the six and actually winning the game straight up against the Buffalo Bills. We cashed that ticket and uh, we also cashed our hockey game. We got a win on the puck line. How about that? So we win 165.90 on the day. The only flaw is we said during the podcast, we like the over and we like the Astros, but we went with the Astros instead of the easy winner on the over. So we only win 165.90 for the day, but uh, we'll take it. We'll take the win. Love when the system plays hit. And the good news is we got three system plays this week in college football. We've only had five all year and we get three this week. So it should be a good week for us. But let's get to the games in action today. It's a wonderful day as a baseball fan because we have two games today. Dodgers and the Braves. We're going the under seven and a half to start the day. The Dodgers are going with Walker Buehler, 2.47 ERA year to date, 2.61 ERA post-All-Star break. Wonderful numbers at home with a 2.05 ERA. This year against Atlanta, seven innings, two runs back on August the 31st. Meanwhile, in the playoffs, 10 and two-third innings, four runs versus San Francisco. Meanwhile, for the Braves, it's big game Charlie Morton going. He's got a 3.34 ERA year to date. Good numbers post-All-Star break with a 3.03 ERA, 3.06 ERA on the road, 2.45 ERA against the Dodgers, including six innings and one run at Dodger Stadium this year. In the playoffs versus Milwaukee, he's gone nine and a third innings with four runs. I like both of these pitchers. I have a lead to the Dodgers in this game. Wanted to look at him on the run line, but I don't feel comfortable enough going against Charlie Morton. Plus, the Braves have been a little bit hot. But uh, we're going Dodgers and the Braves under seven and a half and what should be a good playoff baseball game in the National League. Meanwhile, in the American League, I'm embarrassed with what they're throwing out on the hill today. It is Nick Pavetta going for Boston three point or excuse me, 4.53 ERA year to date. Yes, a playoff starter in the championship series should have an ERA of at least three. But this guy's got a 4.53. Post-All-Star break, even worse, 4.95. How about this at home? He's got a 5.42 ERA at Fenway. Against Houston this year, six innings, two runs. Not bad. Playoffs, eight and two-third innings, three runs versus Tampa Bay. Not terrible, I get it. But still, those numbers, especially the splits at home, ugly. Meanwhile, old man Zach Greinke gets wheeled to the mound for Houston, 4.16 ERA year-to-date, 5.38 ERA post-All-Star break, a decent ERA on the road of a 3.45 against Boston this year, three innings, four runs. Playoffs, one inning out of the bullpen against Chicago. Didn't give up a run, but gave up two hits. But bottom line is, it is sad how bad the pitching is for these two teams. And how about the totals so far? 
the games have had nine runs, 14 runs, and 15 runs. This is playoff baseball, guys. Today's total is 10 in a championship series. I can't bet against the trend and go the under, but I also can't go over 10 in the playoffs. This is the playoffs. It just doesn't feel right. So today we'll go Astros again, plus 115 on the money line. So that's your two baseball plays. Dodgers, Braves under the seven and a half, and then the Astros on the money line, plus 115. Let's go to the NBA opening night tonight. Brooklyn taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Both of these teams last year averaged 117.7 points per game. The Bucks' first three games last year, they averaged 240. The Nets' first three games last year, not so good. They only averaged 217. No Kyrie concerns me. I don't expect much D, but let's still go the under here at 236 and a half. We're going the under between the Bucks and the Nets. Next up, let's go to the NHL, the puck line. We're red hot. We won one in a row. We're now two and five on the year. We're terrible at hockey, but we're going to try it again tonight. Washington, minus one and a half over Colorado. We get a plus 195 on the puck line tonight. Capitals, one 0-1 year to date. They beat the Rangers 5-1 in the opener. Then they lost 2-1 in overtime to Tampa Bay. Meanwhile, the Avalanche are one and one year to date. They beat Chicago four to two and then lost five to three to St. Louis. Both of those games were at home. So this is the first road game of the year for the Avalanche. So we're going against him. We're going Capitals tonight, minus one and a half at a plus 195. So those are the four games in action tonight. Two in baseball, one in the NBA, and one in the NHL. Now, college football. If you're here for the college football card, thank you. We have been cold, but we are going to turn it around this week. Like I said, right now, if the season were to end, this is my lowest winning percentage in 20 years. I don't expect it to continue that way. And guess what? We have 20 plays on the card this week, including three system plays. So all season long, we've only had five system play opportunities. And this week alone, we get three opportunities to bet the system. So let's get to the system plays first and foremost. System play number one is Iowa State minus seven over Oklahoma State. Once again, the system is a unranked home team that is favored against a ranked opponent. It comes up on the card three times this week. Game number one, Iowa State, the Cyclones laying seven against Oklahoma State, who's ranked number eight in the country. Next up on the docket, it is UCLA. Chip Kelly favored by two and a half against his old team, the Oregon Ducks. The Ducks, of course, are ranked number 10 in the country. Don't feel good about it, but it's UCLA minus two and a half against Oregon. And then in the final game for the system plays anyway, it is Air Force minus three and a half over San Diego State. So it's the Falcons minus three and a half over the Aztecs of San Diego State, who are ranked 22nd in the country. So the three system plays, once again, Iowa State, UCLA, and Air Force. Now, let's get to our 17 other plays on Saturday, which will include eight totals, six unders, two overs with those eight totals. We're going to lead off with Texas A&M and South Carolina. Zeb Nolan was the Cinderella story last week for South Carolina, but we like to fade Zeb Nolan. I don't think South Carolina gets 10 points this week against A&M. So we like Texas A&M and South Carolina to go the under 45. The Gamecocks on the year, 
five and two to the under, Texas A&M, six and two to the under year to date. Put that together. I love the under 45 there between the Aggies and the Gamecocks. Then in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, they're like watching paint dry. Purdue, every single game this year they've played has gone under the number. The Boilermakers are 6-0 to the under. The Badgers are 4-2 to the under. The only time they go over is when they throw multiple pick sixes in the same game. So Wisconsin and Purdue, it's going to be a boring one in the Big Ten. We're going the under 40. To give you an over, we're going to play Western Kentucky and FIU, Florida International, over the 77. Western Kentucky, 5-1 year-to-date to the over. FIU, 5-1 to the over as well including their last four. So we're going the over 77 between the Hilltoppers and FIU. Next up, it is Texas State and Georgia State. We're going to go the over 60 in this one. Texas State, four and two to the over year to date, including their last three. Meanwhile, Georgia State, five and one to the over this year, including their last three. So it's Texas State and Georgia State over the 60. Then back to the Big Ten, Brett Bielma called out his team this week. We'll see how they respond. Their offense hasn't done anything all year long. So we're going to go the under 46 and a half here. The Fighting Illini, six and one to the under year to date, including their last five. Meanwhile, the Nittany Lions are four and two to the under, and I think they'll be looking ahead past Illinois since they're the heavy favorite. So we're going to go Illinois and Penn State under the 46 and a half. Next up on the docket, it is the Cavaliers of Virginia against the Ramblin' Wreck of Georgia Tech. Virginia, six and one to the under, including their last four. Georgia Tech, three and two to the under, including their last game. So we're going to go the under 62 between Virginia and Georgia Tech. Then we go to the MAC. It is Ohio, the Bobcats, taking on Kent State. Kent State is five and two to the under. Ohio, five and two to the under, including their last four. Once the Bobcats started playing defense, they got more respectable. We're going the under 64 and a half there between Ohio and Kent State. And then on our final total of the week, it is BYU and Washington State. We're going the under 54 and a half here. You have the coaching change at Washington State, which I think that'll play to our favor. Washington State year to date, five and two to the under. BYU, five and two year to date to the under. So we like the BYU Washington State game to go under 54 and a half. That's it for the totals. Now we have some sides to give you, nine of them to be exact. We have five favorites and four underdogs. We lead off with the underdog cashing machine, Dino Babers in Syracuse. They've won five straight against the spread. They take on Justin Fuente, who's on the hot seat with four straight losses against the number. So we're going to play the Cuse plus three and a half at the Hokies of Virginia Tech. Next up on the docket, I can't believe that I'm playing Pittsburgh as a favorite over Clemson. Yes, I said that. We're playing Pittsburgh, laying points against Clemson this year. That's how far Dabo Sweeney's team has fallen. Pittsburgh is 5-1 and one against the spread. Meanwhile, Clemson, they've yet to cash a ticket. They don't know what the window looks like. They're 0-6 against the number. So we're going to play the Panthers, minus 3.5 over the Taggins. Next up on the docket, we go to the big house where Jim Harbaugh is five and one against the spread. Meanwhile, Pat Fitzgerald is two and four against the number. We're willing to lay the 21 and a half with the Wolverines over the Wildcats. It is Michigan minus 21 and a half over Northwestern. Back to the Mac we go. Bowling Green, a, a plus three against Eastern Michigan. We played Eastern Michigan back to back weeks. I've now 
change my tune on them. They're two and five against the number, and I'm done with them. Meanwhile, Bowling Green is five and two against the number. They were expected to be the worst team in all of college football, but they even beat the Gophers of Minnesota this year, straight up, on the road. So what's three points against Eastern Michigan? They're getting three. Yeah, I'll take Bowling Green plus three against Eastern Michigan. Next up on the docket, it is UAB taking on Rice. Rice did not show up last week. We needed them to score a touchdown to cash it over. They couldn't score the entire game. They're one and five against the spread, and they're dead to me. Meanwhile, the Blazers of UAB, they're five and two against the spread, including back-to-back covers. So yeah, I'll take UAB minus 23 over Rice. Then in a marquee game early in the week, it is Coastal Carolina against App State. The Chanticleers are five and one against the number, including three straight covers. Meanwhile, App State is three and three against the spread year to date, one and three in their last four games, though. So we're going to lay the three and a half with the Chanticleers because I like to say their name over App State. Then we go out west where UNLV takes on San Jose State. The Spartans had a nice performance last week against San Diego State, but they're still two and five year to date against the number. Meanwhile, the Rebels are red hot. They're four and two against the spread, including three consecutive covers. We're getting five here, so we'll take it. UNLV, the runner Rebels, plus five over the Spartans. Then I can't believe I'm playing this play. UConn, you bet. We'll do it. Plus 15 against Middle Tennessee State. UConn got off to a terrible start. They fired head coach Randy Etzel. Since then, they're four and one against the number. Yes, they're getting a lot of value, but they're four and one against the number. Meanwhile, the Blue Raiders of Middle Tennessee State won three and one against the spread in their last five. So we'll take the 15 here and hope the Huskies can keep it close against Middle Tennessee State. Then on our final game on the card, it is Colorado State minus three at Utah State. The Aggies are 0-3 in their last three against the number. Meanwhile, the Rams, after a terrible start to the year, have won their last four against the spread. So we're going to ride the trends. We're going to trail them again. We're going the Rams minus three at Utah State. So there it is, 20 games in college football, including the three system plays. As you can see, the trend this week is we're just going to trail the trend. We're going to ride the trend. We're not going to try to buck the system like we've been doing. And hopefully that's going to improve our win percent just a little bit. Won't take much to do that. But uh, 20 games on the college football card. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope we have a much better Saturday than we did last week. But uh, as always, we say here on the podcast, we want you to manage that bankroll. We don't want you to chase money. We want to have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.